Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. I've been interviewing people for over 20 years, but uh, this might be my greatest get of all if you know what a big Python guy I am. And that's because we're now happy to have Eric Idle with us. And uh, along with Jeff B. Davis, he'll be part of Sketchfest. He'll be at the Castro Theater Thursday, January 18th. Sketches, songs, and one fart joke. Eric, thanks so much for coming on. And just as a little reference, I'm 58, and on my 10th birthday, I went to see Holy Grail in the theater, and uh, it, it's still my favorite movie of all time. I'm sure you get that a lot, right? Well, I not only get that a lot, I'm very happy because we just reopened Spamalot and put that back on Broadway where it belongs, and they're going crazy for it again. It's fabulous. So if you want a good laugh in New York, that's the place to get it, okay? It's at the St. James Theater. Uh, where they had the producer forever, producers, and it's, uh, it's a really great production. You know, I know how you guys all had this background. I mean, I know you were a Cambridge guy and the footlights and all that, and that's why your your silliness is backed with such uh, intelligence as well. And just when Franz Beckenbauer died a couple of days ago, there were references to the, the football match between the Greek and the German philosophers with Beckenbauer as a late ad. I mean, it still it still permeates <laughs> your, your sketches to this day. Uh, what, what was funny about that is when I put him in, sketches, I wrote that, he was not very well known. He played for Bayern München, where we filmed that sketch on their ground, which is two or three grounds ago. It was a mm -hmm. tiny old wooden stand and everything. And it was on their ground. So I put him in because I, I was a fan of his. But nobody, so he became more and more famous, and now he sadly passed away. But he was a wonderful footballer. Anyway. Yeah, didn't somebody get a yellow yeah. or red card because of no free will or <laughs> something like that? <laughs> yes, I think one of them did. There was a, yeah, I think Confucius was the referee. I mean, I can't say. Anyway, um, yeah, that's one of my favorite sketches ever. I mean, we shot that uh, in, in Germany for a, for a German special, which we made in German. Uh, we had to learn it parrot fashion and the sketches. So we did a lot of visual stuff, including that particular one and the Silly Olympics, which is another great favorite of mine. Yeah. There's a lot of visual jet gags in it. Well, in the se 70s growing up and watching Monty Python, there are, there are still to this day, my whole life, I can't. If someone says photograph, I go photograph, nudge, nudge, know what I mean? Know what I mean? I, mean, <laughs> I just can't say it any other well, way. Well, you know you're not alone. You know that was Elvis's favorite sketch. Really? Elvis called everybody squire from that sketch, <laughs> which is fairly incredible. I, isn't that amazing? That is. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it in the show at Sketchfest because I find that so incredible. He called everybody squire. And then <laughs> Linda Thompson, whom I met, was one of his, girl, was his girlfriend, you know, a girlfriend of his. She said that in Nashville, late at night, when the television stopped, Elvis would sit in bed with her and make her do Python sketches. <laughs> and not just any Python sketches. He'd make her do, Hello, Mrs. Thing, Hello, Mrs. Entity. <laughs> and I, I didn't believe her. She told me three times, and I still didn't believe her, but she knew all the words. So... I mean, I had to believe her in the end. But isn't that incredible that you love it, that? <laughs> it, it is incredible. But, I mean, so many sketches that are so I iconic that I remember. And I, I, I just saw one the other day that I had forgotten about. And I think your dad was Graham Chapman. And, and you wanted to, like, go into the pits. And he wanted you to be in theater. It was just a complete juxtaposition. Oh, we're doing that at Sketchfest. Oh, and great. not only that, we're having Janet Verney play Terry Jones. 
<laughs> oh, love love her. Yeah, she she invented Sketchfest, right? She she invented Sketchfest. She runs Sketchfest. She's kindly come and doing a sketch with us. She's going to play Terry Jones in the working class writer sketch. <laughs> I, I really like that too. Isn't that isn't that fun? So that we're, is we're fun. having a lot of fun. I mean, we've been rehearsing for about three weeks. Me and Jeff Davis. Uh, I rarely get him because he's always on the road with um, you know uh, who's live. Right. Um, which is, you know, whose line is it anyway? He's always on with Proops and all these people. They tour all the time. So I'm, but I've got him, and uh, and uh, we're, we're having fun. You know, we're going to sing. You know, he plays be- beautiful ukulele, and, and, and uh, I, I play guitar. So we, we, we sound kind of cute together. So we, we, we're doing that. quite a few songs and um, some sketches and a fart joke, as you say. <laughs> only one, though. Only one fart joke. As Mike Nichols said, you can, uh, when we were rehearsing Spamalot, Mike Nichols laid down a law that you may only use one fart in any production. One <laughs> fart joke in any production, which I liked as a rule of comedy. <laughs> it's so, no, it's, it's, that is good, too. Um, and I think about, as your uh, Sir Robin um, and that movie, as I said, so influential. And, and even the other day when my knee hurt, I said, it's my knee, knee. The knights who say, yeah, yes. it's just, I yes. think it, it probably occupies 50% of my brain. Well, it's quite funny because, you know, Tarrant was just playing that from, from, from uh, South Saturday Night Live, Tarrant. Uh, uh, and uh, it, so, the, but he would say that and then the, somebody in the audience would yell, where he said, we are the knights who say, and inevitably somebody went, me, and he said, right, that's a witch, burn her. <laughs> you know, it sort of, so uh, it still works every night, the knights who say me. I don't quite know why. It's a very silly comedy, but there's a lot of other kind of comedy in the, in the Holy Grail and in Spamalot, you know, obviously. So um, mm-hmm. we've got a great, it's a great, it's a very good laugh. What's interesting to me is to see people come back to the theater in huge numbers and laugh together. And that's really you know, it's really enjoyable. You don't tend to get that twice in a lifetime. Like I, it opened in 2005, and it, it's back there on Broadway now. So it's um, it's fairly, it's it's been great for me uh, going to see it and meet all the guys. Great cast, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I've yeah. Seen it. So it's, 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 we it have a great brilliant. cast too. Apart from Je- apart from Jeff Davis, we have a great cast uh, also at Sketchfest. So. I think a lot of people don't know, too, is that when you were uh, a kid, it was you had basically kind of a what I would call a Tom Brown school days, right? At, at Wolverhampton growing up. Yes, it was a boarding school. Well, it was a it was a sort of semi orphanage because my dad was uh, was killed coming home from the war. And so the RAF paid for my education. So they had I went to a boarding school in the Midlands, uh, British Midlands. and None of the boys had any fa- had a father. Which is fairly extraordinary if you think of a whole school, a large school with no idea what fathers were. Mm. So, you know, so we, uh, yeah, I don't know whether that had an influence or not. I can't tell. And then to find yourself, uh, you know, as I said, the footlights and in, in, uh, in Cambridge, I love the fact, and, and we have that a little bit here too at Harvard with the Lampoon, but just the fact that so many, the, the pressure of going to a school like that and, and so many uh, brilliant students, but yet the silliness that, that came out of all that, too. I think that's, that's it's, it's, I think often when guys get together, there are very, I mean, you know, I think that's a sort of, I think that it was very, it's very relieving to have comedy. I think it's very useful. And I noticed that a lot of doctors, you know, when they're medical students, all became, a lot of them became comedians. I, I knew many. Graham Garden was one. Jonathan, Dr. Jonathan Miller was one. Very funny comedian. You know, I, I think that's a change here, too. That 
I guess you're, you're dealing with life and death things, so that comedy is some kind of relief or way of dealing with it. Do you, I know we just lost Terry Jones a couple of years ago, and of course Graham some time ago. Yeah. Do you ever catch up with John and Michael and Terry Gilliam these days? I haven't seen. Oh no, and Terry uh, Terry Gilliam, you mean? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. no, I don't. I haven't seen John for seven years. Wow. Um, and when we finished doing a tour, I was maybe seven years ago or more. So um, I haven't. He, you know, he's, he's always he's 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 touring a lot. He tours. He's always working on on, on doing some show. Um, and I, you know, I, I haven't done one for about a year. I did the last time I performed, I did it in Sydney about a year ago at the comedy festival. And I like going to the comedy festivals because there's lots of young comedians and it's kind of nice, you know, you're just sort of passing on the buck, you know, as it were, whatever it is. And, um, I, you know, I, I get joy out of seeing the continuity of people being, continuing to be funny and be original and create. I like that. I want to remind everyone the Castro Theater Thursday, January eighteenth, part of Sketchfest. Eric Idle, but Jeff B. Davis sketches songs and one fart joke. And I would imagine—I don't want to give it away—but I would think the closer always look on the bright side of life. It's very hard not to do that, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's that is the closer, and it was the perfect closer in England, where it was in, for twenty years the number one funeral song requested at British funerals. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it is genuinely a closer. It's a closer to the movie. We are, after all, being crucified while we sing it. So, you know, it's kind of like, it's slightly <laughs> ironic. There's not much of a bright side to look on when you're being crucified. But <laughs> so one might say it's actually, <laughs> it's willful ignorance, but still, um, people, it, it, it makes a great, people love it. They still sing it. I love that about it. It has a different life outside of the original movie. I love that. Everybody, sfsketchfest.com to uh, look for tickets there as well. Eric, I could talk to you all day. I can't tell you what a thrill this was for me. You're such a big influence and such a big IDOL of mine. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rick. Very kind of you. Appreciate it. All right. Great stuff. Eric Idle, everybody at Sketchfest. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. 